live from Greg Hardy's fight camp, it's the Seahawks Nest Quick Shot. Kumate, Kumate, Kumate. I don't think Greg Hardy could survive a hundred man Kumate or any kind of Kumate, let's be honest. <laughs> I think he could survive his Kumate against the guy working out of a strip mall in California who claims to have won one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Frank Dukes. Maybe. I, I don't know. I'm just excited for Ronda Rousey to kick his ass. <laughs> Must see TV. I, I hope that actually that, that would be a fight I'd be interested in seeing that involved Greg Hardy. She was very vocal <laughs> against Greg Hardy, and now he's entering her sport. Look forward to awesome quotes coming soon. I all like right, when so, bye weeks start because we can waste a little bit of time doing stupid stuff like this. Uh, all right. So uh, Kevin leaned in a little bit, and Broncos are heading to Qualcomm Stadium as three-and-a-half-point favorites against the team that always loses by seven or less, the San Diego Chargers. Denver's coachless and quarterbackless. This will be interesting. Denver yeah. still has a good defense, though, and all they need is to be down by seven points in the fourth quarter, and Bron- the Broncos got this. Yeah, the Chargers will find a creative way to blow it. So far, the, char- the Chargers right now are four touchdowns away from being 5-0, and oh, and uh, if we actually look at the total number of points, it's just 14. So really, they're two touchdowns away from being 5-0. and oh. It's that's rough. That's super rough, and uh, I wish they could take some of those Jaguars win points and redistribute <laughs> them across the land. You know, actually, Kevin put me down as a win for San Diego. I also am picking the Chargers. I think oh. that this week is a week where we see that you know the Broncos can't win with garbage tier quarterbacks, and if Trevor Simeon doesn't play, or if he plays and he's not a hundred percent, it's going to be tough for them to win. And and the uh, you know home away from home that is Qualcomm Stadium for the Broncos. San Diego's at home, so, so I'm definitely going with Denver. Yeah, I was going to say San Diego doesn't have a home field advantage. So, all right, uh, we got the Falcons heading. This is oh, wait, oh. wait, wait, wait. That was the Thursday night game, and it's my mistake because I forgot to give us our records from last week. Oh, go ahead. So, really quickly, last week we had Eric cleaning house at nine and five. Ooh. Nice job, Eric. I pulled in at eight and six to finally pull up over five hundred on the year. Very nice, Kevin. And Nathan coming in at seven and seven. I did, I uh I had a lot of heartbreakers right there with the with the Raiders winning story on, your week. winning on their baseball field, you know, and <laughs> just pulling out that win. Every team that pulled out a win at the end, I was on the other side of it. So, <laughs> so, so. Eric is 49 and 28, Nathan is 45 and 32, and I'm finally above 500 at 39 and 38, a very Jeff Fisher like record. <laughs> All right, so we're going 10 a.m. game. I'm sorry, I actually skipped ahead cuz I forgot that this webpage puts my favorite team to the top. So uh, the 49ers head to New Era Field to face the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Colin Kaepernick will be giving se- or getting seven and a half points in this game. So does the change to Kaepernick put instill new faith for you in the 49ers offense? Honestly, I called in the uh, Your Season is Over article. I called for Colin Kaepernick to start for the 49ers. Man, I think the Bills are, are feeling good. I think the Bills won this game. Sorry. Sorry, Kaepernick. I am. I'm picking the Bills also because the Bills actually have kind of turned their season around. And uh, maybe it was that lap band thing. I think that was definitely what it was. It was the lap band thing. You know, they the solidarity lap band removal is what really caused them to start winning, and they haven't lost since it happened. And they won, you know, at New England. I don't care if it was Jacoby Brissett. That impresses me. So yeah, give me the give me the Bills. They also fired their offensive coordinator and promoted their running backs coach. Yeah, but and let's suddenly go. Shady McCoy looks really. Let's go good. with that lap band thing, though. I think that's that's more it. You know, if you can eat a full <laughs> amount of food, think about how much food Rex Ryan's getting now. For the for the listener, Kevin gave me a great look. There. He's like, I'm a I'm not a fan of this joke. 
Uh, Kevin, you picked the Bills, right? I picked the Bills. All right. We've got the Eagles heading to FedEx Field as inexplicable two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Redskins. Kevin, begin us, please. What can I say about this game that hasn't been said about <laughs> Iraq? <laughs> I don't understand why Carson Wentz is a favorite on the road already. This is this Redskins team's three and two. It's not like they're just they're not the they're not the Colts, you know. And they lost to the Cowboys and the Steelers. Like lots of teams would lose to the Cowboys and the Steelers the way those two teams are playing right now. I think that this line is a joke, and I would I love I'm loving picking the Washington DCs in this game. Honestly. I'm I'm just a fan of Pennsylvania. I'm going Ken, Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles. I just threw up. <laughs> I think Ryan Matthews can run on this team. I just don't. I mean, we have what Norman and some dudes on defense. Not much there, and Kirk Cousins a really mediocre quarterback with no run game to support him. So I'm going to go with Philly, but. Much like I said about a game last week, the true winner is the person who doesn't watch this game. No, that's the true winner of the next game, who is where the Browns head to Nissan Stadium to face the Titans. This game is going to be more entertaining. Titans by are seven-point favorites, and uh, give me the Titans. I don't even want to talk about this game. Browns are awful. Go Titans, and go Charlie Whitehurst losing for the Browns. Demarco Murray is averaging over a hundred yards in the DeMarco last four Murray's games. Actually, been pretty pretty good. He looks like one of the best running backs in the league now. And. They beat Miami and Detroit, which are both okay. You know, it's that creative and Cleveland's smash really mouth, bad. It's that creative smash, that creative smash mouth. mouth. It's really smashing mouths. Are we all picking the Titans, right? Yes. We all pick the Titans. All right, here we go. We go to MetLife Stadium where the Browns head in as three-point underdogs. Or the, sorry, the Ravens <laughs> head in as three-point underdogs the X-Browns uh, against the New York football giants. <laughs> the Baltimore X-Browns. Hey, you know what? They used to be the Browns. And that's crazy to, to think that the Browns have won two Super Bowls. Oh, <laughs> all of Cleveland hates you. Uh, I'll start this off. I think the Baltimore Ravens will right their ship after getting a new OC. I don't think that's really the huge problem, but I just do not like the Giants at all. Eli yeah, Giants offensive line's a mess. Terrell Suggs is going to have a field day. I like the Ravens in a close one, like where like Justin Tucker kicks 11 field goals, kind of close one. <laughs> no agenda there. I, not even agenda. Justin Tucker's just really good, and he needs to make up to me for that fake field goal last week we lined up from the left side <laughs> wrong foot that was almost the, the only thing that would have been worse if the only person who lined up back there with him was griff whalen <laughs> i just i just hope that he was on board the cold special teams jokes there um i have to go with baltimore because i have to figure whoever's calling the plays is not going to let someone run 11 times for 95 yards yeah. and then not give them the ball. And never let them touch the rock it's again. The stupidest yeah, thing ever. All right, Panthers head to Mercedes-Benz Superdome. No line on this one because the uh, the Saints. No, I'm just kidding. It's because uh, Cam Newton's concussion. So I like the Panthers no matter who plays. It's like a must-win game. I know that people are starting to think like, oh, are the Saints like the sleeper team? Are they the one and three team that's about to turn it around? They lost to the Giants and... I don't know. Maybe the Falcon, maybe the Falcons and Raiders are okay, but I just don't. I'm not super into the Saints, and I think the Panthers are playing for their season right here. Since the merger, like three teams have started one and five and made the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think the Saints are this team, and I think if Derek Anderson plays, the Saints have a chance. But no, I think Cam is back, and he comes back with a vengeance. Panthers. I reserve the right to switch to Saints if Derek Anderson's playing. I think we all do. I'm going to take New Orleans. I think there's a shot with these wide receivers against this terrible defensive backfield. There's a chance that this is just an absolute boat race. And You don't mean you can just let 
cut your best cornerback and then still have good cornerbacks? No, they cut. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They cut Benwicky and they still have. Why? Why would they do that? <laughs> All right, Jaguars head to Soldier Field as two and a half point underdogs against the Bears. Uh, Brian Hoyer is resurgent. This Hoyer the Destroyer. He was he was so good at keeping them in the game but not winning. Isn't which, he which just? Isn't that exactly what the Bears want to do at this point? Yeah. <laughs> isn't this what Hoyer always does though? He just comes out of nowhere and looks good, and then people are like, "Hoyer's got it," and then he's just terrible. He just, yes. He just blows games at the end. He's like the San Diego Chargers. He's like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, if you you know, since we're not, we haven't. No one's picked yet, nope. and I haven't picked the Bears all year. Bears in a close game. Not that the score matters. I'll take Jacksonville for fun. Okay. Right. I, I think we're all taking. I, <laughs> I don't think I, it really matters that much. I think I'm going to go with the Bears. I, the, the winner of this, it's as Kevin often says, the winner is the people who don't watch this game. Uh, okay, the Rams head to Ford Field to face the Lions. Lions are three and a half point favorites. I think this is a great line. This is a really interesting game to me. What, what do you guys think? I agree. It's going to be really interesting to see how the Rams are able to defend the Lions in this game. Because the Lions don't do any of the things that the Rams like to defend, and the Rams do a bunch of things that, or the Lions do a bunch of things that the Rams aren't good at defending. So this is a really bad matchup for LA. Another thing too that I think is interesting about this game is that uh, we saw last week like why it's bad to have Case Keenum as your quarterback, and just last week. (laughs) I mean, last week was like the where it finally caught up to them in the last six years just a culmination <laughs> but nathan was gonna say it's, it's just it's just obvious now to me that jared goff must be the worst rookie quarterback of all time because all these fourth rounders can just step in and play like paxton lynch has looked you know bad but not the worst if paxton lynch just who is a raw prospect can play how bad must jared goff be that they just keep rolling case keenum's uh corpse out there i'm gonna take the lions in this game i think the lions will roll i think the the Rams have confidence right now, and Jeff Fisher said, "Hey, man, we you know we th- we were three and one with Case Keenum, and that's right before they lost this last game. I think the Rams are not a good team, and I think the Lions are not a good team. The Rams are playing with confidence. I really don't want to pick the Rams. I'm picking the Lions, but I it's hard for me to pick them. I'm gonna go with L.A. just because <sighs> I think Gurley could." Run on them, and also he's picking last and trying to make up make up ground. Uh, <laughs> or lose he, ground. What he didn't know is he's burying himself in seven and nine bullshit. Uh, all right, <laughs> the Steelers. The Steelers head head out for a home game at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida, against the Dolphins. <laughs> they are seven and a half point favorites. And I was, do you think I'm joking? But when you watch that game on TV, there will be more yellow towels than Dolphins jerseys in that stadium. No analysis necessary. Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh. And uh, this is Roethlisberger, where he's from, isn't it? I don't know. Miami of Ohio. Same difference. (laughs) Thanks for taking the bait, Kevin. Thanks for taking the bait. (laughs) Roethlisberger and the Steelers. All right. Bengals head to New England, where New England is eight and a half point favorites over the mighty Andy Daltons. Kevin, I challenge you to pick the Bengals in this game because I know you have still have secret love for for the Marvin Lewis's squad. I defer to Eric right now. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know how much I hate Tom Brady and that I hate all Boston sports teams, but how I'm just going to tell anyone to their face that Bill Belichick is the greatest NFL coach I've ever seen. Patriots win this game. I think the Patriots are going to win by like 20. After what the Dallas just ran over the Bengals last week, and then and now they have to play another tough road game. I just 
There's no way for me. I like the Patriots in this one. Right now, the Bengals look like the bad, good team. Yep, they can beat the bad and mediocre teams, but they can't beat the other good teams. And especially with Tom Brady, New England's a good team. I yeah. pick New England. Yeah, well, I like Cincinnati next week against the Browns for sure. All right, so here we go. We got Seattle against the Falcons, probably game of the week. Seahawks are six-and-a-half-point favorites at CenturyLink Field. Um, there's a whole podcast about this, so I'm just going to quickly pick the Seahawks. Seahawks. This is a tough game, Seahawks. I like the I like Atlanta to cover, though. Their offense is better than people give them credit what's, for. What's the line? It's six and a half. Okay. That's a big line. Uh, the Raiders are even money at Oakland Coliseum against the Kansas City Chiefs. Eric? You know, I'm going to go with my out-of-the-box pick because the Bears just weren't out-of-the-box enough. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll stick with it. Kansas City Chiefs win. Don't ask me why. Oh, I can tell you why. It's because the Oakland plays their home games on a baseball field. Give me the Chiefs. <laughs> Out of sheer principle, I'm going to pick against you every time on that. I don't care who it's against. And even though Jamal Charles is back, and that's a good thing. That was the most City. heartbreaking game of the week for me. I'm not going to lie. Because the Chargers just had it, and they just blew it like four times in a, four drives in a row. And it's just like wide receivers dropping passes or like guys... Just it was, oh, it's like they're Kansas City, so Oakland, bad. and San Diego are kind of all the same team, and that was when San Diego was healthy. All right, so here we go. This is the other game of the week. I love this one too. The Cowboys head to Green Bay to pace the Packers. Packers are four point favorites. I'll start us off. I don't have a lot of faith in the Packers. Uh, friends of this podcast know that none of us like the coach of the Packers. We do not believe that he has the ability to... Who, uh, yeah, our GFOPs know that we hate Mike McCarthy. Seriously, Mike McCarthy's just... <laughs> I'd rather have Melissa McCarthy. Uh, I believe that Dallas <laughs> is going to go into Green Bay and win this game, and the Romo is dead talk will will be in full force after I'd this I'd rather game. have Joe McCarthy. All right, Kevin, who do you got? <laughs> I'm going to take Green Bay, just because I think their defense can force Dak Prescott into the rare mistake and you can't just hand off to Ezekiel against that defense and expect to win. All right, well, and Clay Matthews is really dirty. I'm liking Dak Prescott to set a record in this game by completing five consecutive passes without an interception, and then following that up with a W. Give me the give me the Cowboys. Both of you went Dallas. Yeah, See, I, really, I don't have to pick last. I really like you. I really like Dallas. Um, Colts head to Houston to play the Texans at Sunday Night Football in Energy Stadium. What and, a low energy game! NRG Ouch. Stadium. Oh, I do not. Oh, yes, they're gonna be trying to pump this up. Sunday Night Football on NBC, Luck versus Osweiler, and it's gonna be like, no. It's more like Lamar Miller versus a terrible defense. I'm definitely going Houston. Uh, you know, I think that I'm gonna stick with my pick for the division. Colts win, but Al Michaels will do his thing. Where Al Michaels is cool. He's gonna bring up Russell Wilson when they start talking about Andrew Luck. I'm calling that now. Texans are a tale of two teams. They have won every game at home and been beaten by 18 points or more in both games on the road. I'm going to take the Texans because they are at home. Uh, the Jets are heading to Arizona to face the Cardinals on Monday Night Football on ESPN. The Cardinals are 7.5-point favorites. Can the Cardinals get back to 500? These two teams are the same team. I actually think the Jets are slightly worse, but they they're both teams mired with bad old quarterbacks for sure. I think the Jets are way worse, and if Carson Palmer does not play, I think the Cardinals win big. The Jets are awful. Someone get Brandon Marshall off of this terrible team. I'm actually worried that Carson Palmer does not play, and then this game like inexplicably goes to the Jets, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals. 
the Cardinals will use the Johnson Twins well, as they did last week. And uh, the Wonder Twins will unite in the backfield to overrun the Jets, even okay. though that's their strength. Okay, we only got like one second for this. So it's by week one second analysis. Vikings, good or great? Very good. Great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy I left them at 12 and 4 in my preseason predictions. And then the Buccaneers, can they make a run at a wild card? Yes or no? No. Can, but won't make it. Yeah, I don't think they're, they're just, they're just not quite good enough. But that win against the Panthers was a step in the right direction. Uh, as a franchise. Alright, so that was, uh, me. I'm Nathan Santo. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. No, not LinkedIn. Tune in. Stitcher, iTunes. Or just, you know, jam into that Patreon, become our first patron, and make my day.